Ace Podcast. Weird. Welcome to Monday's edition of Weird. <laughs> this is the podcast that brings you the best. You like that welcome? In weird news coverage. My name's Aaron. Is he the bad? I'm Craig. Craig. Hey, uh, Craig. That, that could be episode 269 of Weird. Correct. Weird. Hey, it's a Monday episode. Oh, it's getting scary again outside. Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. Oh. Okay, you be Mama Cass. <laughs> That's, I'm joking. That's, that's mean. <laughs> you know there's only one person alive in that band anymore. That's terrible. Um, uh, Michelle Phillips, yeah, is, Phillips the la- yeah. is the last one. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah, Denny went on in a few years ago. Uh, this is the podcast that brings you the best and weird news coverage, and this is also a podcast that has rules, Greg. It has some rules. Number yeah. one rule, we only tell true stories. The number two rule, when we're reading a story with quotes, we try to do our best to we emulate try. the accent we try. of the area so that you feel like you're actually there. Where the weird news is And in the case place. of Aaron, he just tries to emulate the southern accent nonstop. <laughs> I do pretty good at that. Hey, number three, only one official band name per episode per co-host. And uh, what that means, because we don't explain that, is sometimes no. we see fantastic names. Yes, as we're a, reading the weird news. And we go, that'd be a great name for a band. And we give those away free. Yeah, and if you have a band, feel free to use them. If you don't have a band, I want to start one. The fourth rule that we follow is Friday episodes include movie reviews, but the reviewed movie doesn't have to be a movie. Or in the case of this past Fridays, we talked about one documentary for a second and then forgot to talk about the rest. <laughs> and number five, these rules can be amended if both co-hosts agree. If they do not agree, we go to the listeners for a vote. Could you use a little extra energy at the end of the day, Craig? I can. Well, I know, actually, I could use a little extra energy at the beginning of the day. Well, I'm going to point you towards... Don't point. Peltperformance.com. Peltperformance.com. P-E-L-T performance.com. Yeah, Pelt's teamed up with a compression garment company out of Taiwan, the UCR company. And this company has developed these products uh, with such efficacy. Efficacy. Yes. Such is that a efficacy. word? It is, because it's right here in my print. Uh, the crossbone stitching band and the TPU, you know about TPU, has des- yeah. was designed to stabilize and protect athletes at their weakest point. Uh, these designs uh, and all these products that, that use this material minimizes potential injuries in tendons and ligaments, but it also forces your body. Efficacy. 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 <clears throat> it also forces blood flow. Whoa, it's getting scary outside again. <laughs> What's going on in our area? I don't know. So anyway, it takes care of varicose veins. It gives you energy like you, you wouldn't believe. If you have a desk job, you're going to have to get a pair of these socks. So go to peltperformance.com and use the discount code podcast to save 20% off your entire Did I mention peltperformance.com? P-E-L-T performance.com. Uh, 20% discount with the uh, with the code with the, uh, podcast. Podcast. At checkout. Is your code. All right, Craig. It's uh, the Monday episode, which means it's time. <laughs> Aaron's album of the week. No, we talked about Record Store Day. <laughs> I did not do my album of the week, though. We don't care. Uh, so in my alpha project, I'm, I'm in going the, to the web. I'm in these B section. I'm in the B section now. <clears throat> I'm almost at buzz, the C buzz, section. Buzz, 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 buzz. Oh, yeah, get to the C section. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be trouble for you. I listened to an album this week called uh, Children of the Sun Revisited by Billy Thorpe. Yes, I remember that. Uh, Children of the Sun was, well, he's Australian, mate. He's from down under, right? He was really popular over there. 
And then we got Children of the Sun, which was years ahead of its time. It was a pretty big hit later. Yeah. But uh, Children of the Sun came out in 1979. Children of the Sun Revisited, which is the album I have, came out in 1987. And it's the same as the first one, except they replaced three of the songs with three newer songs. So I'm in the market for Children of the Sun, the so original. the second verse, same as the first? Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's it. So uh, Billy Thorpe, Children of the Sun, was one of my favorite albums I listened to this week. I listened to a lot of Billy's this week. I listened to uh, Billy Squire. Got a lot of hiss. You dance like him. I, I can. Absolutely. I've, although I've been banned from doing that at the house. Oh, there's good reason. Um, I listened to uh, Billy Chinnick. Remember him? Yep. Billy Chinnick. Another name. Yeah. Local guy. Passed. He committed suicide, by the way. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, it's Why terrible. would you tell me that? Well. Trying to drag me down? No. The more you know. Just any Billy Gibbons? No, I don't have any Billy Gibbons. Bill, I'm not a ZZ Top fan at all. Billy Joel? I did listen to some Billy Joel. Billy yes. Crash Craddock? No, <laughs> but you'd be amazed at how many of his albums are at the Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> See them all the time. At, not, 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 not at Goodwill, at <laughs> the Goodwill. At the Goodwill, yes. So, anywho. Wow. It's, uh, this is imp- we got an important top story tonight. We do. And we're going to get to it because you know why? It's a Monday episode. We don't mess around. Nope. Top story. And this one was submitted by E. Yeah, come on, E time to get busy that's right you ready high school student arrested after trying to wrestle uh, after trying okay let's try that again start it over <laughs> high school student arrested after trying wrestling finishing move on the principal don't do that don't can you imagine if one of us tried that with coach langford <laughs> oh that dude would have i got licks from him one time I, we talked about this i think Ooh, i did too sometimes i still feel it Yes, and I have phantom licks, yeah. Yes. He, Man, he was he a big, big guy. Guy. He was. He's, he's a big teddy bear, though. Oh, what a great guy. I miss him. Anyway, he passed on. He went on He in. did. His son's good guy. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Yep. Uh, a high school student was arrested Wednesday after allegedly trying a wrestling move on his high school principal. Gianni Sosa, 18, the, faced... Um, I think you missed a little bit of that. Oh, uh, Gianni Allen Sosa. Yeah. I have a problem with that one rule. What is wrong never, with you? I, a lot, really, honestly. <laughs> How much time you got? Gianni Allen Sosa, 18, faced a judge Thursday morning because they don't like it when you turn around and don't face them. They want you to face them. <laughs> you don't stand with your back to no, them. No, you don't. Uh, ooh, it's getting sweet. It's getting Remember that scary. song, Here Come the Judge. Yeah. Here Come no, the that Judge. That was, uh, what a song was. Flip uh, Wilson. Flip Wilson. No, they did a song, though. They did a song called Here Come the Judge. It's probably up there it with It starts Pac-Man. out with, order in the court. It's probably up there with Pac-Man it fever. Is, yeah. yeah, it's probably, yeah. Uh, anyway, he faced the judge Thursday morning after pulling an RKO move. Oh, the radio network. <laughs> on the principal at Miami South Ridge Senior High School Sound Machine. Sound, <laughs> sound Machine something. Okay. Miami Sound Machine Ridge Senior High School. Miami Show Band High School rope uh, yeah. machine sound. Police said the principal told them Sosa assaulted him. In the second floor hallway. Sosa assaulted? Sosa assaulted. An RKO or Randy Keith Orton, named after the wrestler who came up with with it as a finishing move involving grabbing an opponent by the neck, jumping into the air, and driving his head. Dang, that's serious. Onto the mat in the fall. Uh, Sounds like a pile driver. Yeah. Police were called and Sosa was arrested. Sammy Sosa? That's what I was thinking. But this kid's 18, so he's old enough to know oh, better. And busted. Could, yeah, adult charges here. The student's brother and sister told CBS's uh, Peter Dion, Dion, uh, Peter D. Gianni <laughs> was just clowning around and should not have been arrested. Clowning around? Ain't no time for clowns. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. 
<laughs> Principal Humberto Merritt was honored last April in uh, as Miami-Dade's public school principal of the year. Wow. Sosa is charged with battery on a school employee and interfering with educational institution. In court, uh, his attorney said uh, he should have been placed in detention and not arrested. Well, how do you get to detention? you got to be arrested first. Well, you don't have to know how to get there. Oh, that's true. Detention. He meant, yeah. det- he meant detention at school. I'm yeah. thinking detention like... He wanted him to place him there. He wanted to put him in a box in school somewhere, like the box of shame. Yes, the hot box. Yes. It was what we called the it. The judge found probable cause for... Sorry. What just happened? I hit my microphone. The uh, the judge found probable cause for the charges and gave him pretrial services, meaning he does not have to post his bond of $750 in order to get out of jail. I'd like to pause one second. Go ahead. I'd like to say that all those times that something will happen while we were recording and you make fun of me and say, what are you talking about? <laughs> Last episode or two, you did that. Yeah. I said, oh, yeah, I forgot. You didn't take it out. <laughs> no, I didn't because you said it won't be there later. So <laughs> <You're> wor- <laughs> Your parents may be the first to say it, but I'll, I'll back them up. You're worthless. <laughs> or was it Alan that said that about you? No. I can't remember. Um, Sosa's brother and sister say the charges are much too severe. Way too um, severe, it, feels like, it feels like he's being charged with something he does not deserve. My brother's a nice guy, and all he was, wanted was playing around and make people feel happy about themselves. So I'm going to pile drive your head to the concrete. Uh, How's that make you feel happy? This couldn't. This could not have been violent. What? <laughs> this could not have been violent move. I mean, he weighed 135 pounds. Good She's grief. somewhere between Hispanic and Asian. I don't know. And there's no way he could have done this sort of move you see on WWE. My brother is not the type of guy. Sorry. My brother's not the type of guy who goes out like this and is not a thug on the streets. Put him up. Put him up. <laughs> Mike Sosa says his brother was roughed up by the principal. I'm going to let you guess who it was when I was talking because I went all over the place. It's pretty scary looking outside still. Headline is. Man dressed as Batman gets swiftly rejected by police when he offers to help fight crime. You officers, can I help you? No, I've been like, you officers, get over here. Can I help you? It's not every day you get lucky enough to witness a real-life superhero. It's a superhero. You know what else? It wasn't that day either. But one Canadian woman recently got front-row seats when she captured a video of a man dressed as Batman. And, Craig, i got to tell you, you've got to pull this video up. It is funny. Okay. It's hilarious. Who attempted... To assist police in Kawana, British Columbia, the local resident Melissa Parent posted the video on Facebook and well, captured Melissa's it. Melissa's parents did. Yeah, only in Kawana, Kawana, yeah, Kelowana, Kelowana, Kelowna. Only in Kelowna. My Kelowna. Have you tried the new Kelowna? It smells great. We went two different roads on that, didn't we? Only in the new Kelowna. Only in Kelowna would you see... Would you quit saying that word? Only in Kelowna would you see Batman showing up to save the day. I smell my Kelowna. (laughs) In the video, a parent can be heard excitedly saying, Is Batman here to save the day? Oh, wait. No, she's in Canada. A beauty, eh? Is Batman here like to save the day, eh? Well, I'm obviously not Spider-Man. Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) While filming him across the street in full regalia. Parent was driving home from a friend's house when she spotted the caped crusader pull up in front of her, seeing an opportunity to potentially capture something special. She did what anyone else would do and started filming. Batman stepped out of his own version of the Batmobile and approached the police line. 
where officers had drawn their guns and tension was high. That's what an idiot. <laughs> this guy's mental. After He's off- mental. After offering them his services, he was soon being turned down immediately. He oh. was seen being turned down immediately. Okay. I guess I'll go get a hero. What are you going to do with that gun? Yeah, I guess I'll. With police stating that they had everything under control. No thanks. No thanks, Batman. We got it under control. Police officers. It's okay, eh? We did not. We did not put your signal in the sky, eh? Yeah, it's we right, got beauty. this. It's beauty, eh? Hey, hey nice cape, eh? Yeah, nice toque. <laughs> nice cow, eh? Police officers were responding to a domestic incident. Now I'm thinking about <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> wearing. Now I'm thinking about Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Man. Uh, Batman wearing a toque yes. on top of his, his. I said antlers. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally Canadian. What is wrong with us? I don't know. Police officers <laughs> were responding to a domestic incident on March 22nd, uh, 2019, and were on high alert as they believed at the time that one suspect was armed. Paul Allen McDougal. And uh, no, I'm sorry. This is an officer. Paul McDougal. <laughs> he might be he's Alan, a good though. guy. Paul McDougal, an officer with the. Kelowna Royal Canadian Mounted Police told Narcity told the narcissist it was an undisclosed event eh? and the info was unknown at the time it'd be taken seriously right a eh? beauty the risk to the public <laughs> safety was unfolding a eh? it could be like unfolding in so many ways and shots could have been fired I'd have to say take off a eh? you hoser how many beers has this guy had our advice to the public was to stay away from the area maybe go get a toque and have a cold one <clears throat> They're putting themselves at risk by approaching the scene, right? Hey, dig it. Cool. Dig it. They're also risking the safety of the police. Beauty. While the incidents may have a mini snickering, police weren't so quick to laugh. They take situations like these very seriously, Craig. Don't dress up as a superhero and go ask the police if you can help. But what do you, you don't want my help. Had I something, could go get like sandwiches or something. Had something gone terribly wrong, this little stunt uh, could have had dire consequences when it comes to interfering with police work, the Kelowna RCMP have only one policy. Don't get involved, even if you're a famous superhero. Hey, David Beckham's sister calls police over incident involving Tory candidate. Okay, this is all weird. What's a Tory candidate? <coughs> oh, no, Tory is in an area. Okay. Sure, why now. not? Yeah. Sure, well, sure, okay. Did she, did she bend it like Beckham? Or I don't know. Okay. I, I, I barely know David Beckham is anyway because I'm not in the sports ball. He's a soccer player. Eh? I know. Stop. This isn't Canada story he, He's anymore. got a good kick. Police were called after it was alleged a counselor urinated in the garden of David Beckham's sister. Gross. Well, he's just helping the plants. Uh, better than wetting his plants. <clears throat> I think that's the same <clears throat> thing, right? Maybe. Lynn Beckham, who lives in Tollsbury, claims Mark Durham went to the toilet behind bushes in her home. Why does she have a toilet in her bushes? <laughs> She's growing a toilet tree. She said she has a toilet in the bushes. She alleged she was caught on her doorbell video, and she then confronted him. Mr. Durham, a Malden district and Essex County Essex County counselor, is currently up for re-election. Let's <laughs> say was. <laughs> and he'll probably get elected still. Uh, in the Wickham Bishops. In the Wicked Bishops. <laughs> Are you, what are you looking at Tonight's there, band name, Wicked Bishops. Not bad. That's my band name for the night. Uh, he was, he's currently up for re-election the Wickham Bishops and Woodham Ward on Malden. Wickham and Woodham would have been a good band name, too. Man. In some council, I can't even get through. Uh, it's understood he was canvassing for votes when the incident happened on Saturday, April 6th. Lynn told, uh, of the row, told of the row on Facebook. Oh, that's having, the a row. having a row on Facebook where she said police were looking in, where police were looking into it. <laughs> she said she told the son 
I don't know whose son it was. Her daughter? No, her son. No, she told the son, the actual supernova. She, in the, the she looked up and started screaming, son. It was disgusting. I shouted, you weed on my property. <laughs> he said, oh, I apologize. Sorry about weeing. He shouldn't have done that. There are public toilets there. As a counselor, he must know that. He could have knocked on someone else's door and used theirs or gone to the pub. A spokesman for Essex Police said, We we received reports that a man had urinated in the garden of a... It was a property on Torsbury at 11.30 on April 6th. Uh... Inquiries are going to establish. Oh, yeah, we're going to establish whether the criminal offense has been committed. Mm-hmm. Mr. Durham is also the county counselor for the Haybridge <laughs> and Tolsbury Ward and was formerly leader of the Malden District Council. Fellow Tory. Uh, uh, hey, Tory. <laughs> <laughs> Fellow Tory County <laughs> Counselor. You forgot about that, didn't I you? I did. Fellow Tory. Uh, <laughs> County Councilor Kevin Bentley said, well, this is a very regrettable situation, and on behalf of the local conservative uh, association, I would like to apologize to anyone who has been affected by this matter. I understand that. Caller? That, yeah, that Clear Durham, <laughs> Clear CLLR Durham, that's his initials, I get now, um, has voluntarily stepped down from the Malden Conservative Counselor. Group. Counselor? Counselor. Counselor Durham. That's not how I would abbreviate it. No, but we're not over there. Uh, Step down from Malden Conservative Group, and we shall be holding an investigation, and the appropriate action will be taken against the individual concerned. Oh, David Beckham. Hey, you like a good mystery? Yeah. (laughs) You need a nap, do you? I'm so tired. I've had a rough week. Headline is Mashed Potato Mystery in Mississippi. Do the mashed potato. This comes mashed to us potato. from Jackson. You remember uh, Granny Clampett doing the mashed potato on the... Uh, on uh, Beverly Hillbillies? Yeah. No. It's pretty funny. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Mystery mashed potatoes are popping up on people's porches. Try saying that 10 times real fast. In the Bell Haven, are popping up on people's porches. In the Bellhaven community. And no, that's not a typo, Craig. The neighbors are confused. While some think it's just a prank, others are scared the potatoes might be poisoned. I think that's taking a little too far. Just don't eat them. Uh, it's, if mashed, but it, okay. If any kind of food shows up on my front porch and it's not a note from my neighbor and they're exactly co- cookies or something, I'm not eating it. No. Who leaves mashed potatoes on someone's front porch? That's a question they're asking after finding themselves the recipient of the bizarre side dish. It's not a bizarre side dish either, Craig. That's a very good side dish. Yes. And normal. Jordan Lewis had mashed potatoes left on her car. The neighborhood, uh, the neighborhood does a lot of quirky things. Uh, we decorate road signs. I love we, when you use your real voice. We put up Christmas trees in our potholes. <laughs> it's so surprising and all, Lewis said. That's why I love this neighborhood, because there's so many strange things. It's, it's definitely one of the weirdest things I've seen since living in Jackson. After posting to Facebook, Lewis found she wasn't alone. They found it on their mailbox, on their car, she said. So we don't know if someone is like just playing a prank or if someone has a lot of leftovers and they just decided to share. Whoever was behind this mashed potato mystery was driving all of Bellhaven, putting several houses and even streets. Why would you waste perfectly good mashed potatoes? In between his vehicle, Margaret Ann Carter said. I got up, headed to work, 7 o'clock, and there was a styrofoam bowl of mashed potatoes on my doorstep right there. 
Sebastian Berengard said. Berengard. Stepping out and narrowly missing the bowl, Berengard didn't think twice about it, but as a news traveled on the social media, people hastily started forming their own theories of the mashed potato maniac. <clears throat> Uh, some people were thinking maybe the mashed potatoes were poisoned to kill animals. I didn't taste it. I had a three-second rule, so I didn't touch it. <laughs> but some people were worried. Others saw it as a harmless prank and wondered what the person behind the potatoes will come up with next. Well, I hope they just keep doing stuff like this. You know what I mean? I wonder uh, what they'll do next, like a wild uh, Thanksgiving meal. The neighbor said... There was no need to involve law enforcement on a harmless prank. This story makes me miss the evil clown sightings. Why? Because That's a good this story. Because the potato thing is so bad. At so, least the clown, you wonder what he's up to. Well, no, somebody's leaving mashed potatoes all over Mississippi. You're a mashed potato in Mississippi. I am not. Okay. I remember what we're talking about now. All right. <clears throat> what you talking about, headline? Woman says she was sold blind service dog. <laughs> That's a not seeing eye dog. That's a, it's a, <laughs> definitely a hardly seeing dog. Julia Frederick uh, was looking for a service animal, but instead she said she got a disabled puppy after paying nearly $2,000. Living with lupus and fibromyalgia, uh, you deal with soreness and stiffness on a daily basis, Frederick said. I wanted a service dog that would help me retrieve things. Frederick recently retired Yuki, Yuki, her former service animal who was in need of another. She found, I'm sorry, and she was in need of another. She found Thorndale Collies on Facebook and said she told the owner her needs. She notified me that she had exactly what I was looking for, Frederick said. She made me feel like, um, she made me feel good that my search was finally over. Frederick it's traveled over. from Orlando to Merrill, Wisconsin to pick up her new puppy. She paid more than $1,800 for the nine-week-old collie named Quinn. But shortly after, she said she knew something was wrong. <laughs> he kept walking I'm, into walls. <laughs> yeah, I'm noticing I'm tossing little balls, and a nine-and-a-half-week-old pu- puppy should be able to follow a little ball, and he wasn't able to, she said. <laughs> and he started running into walls. <laughs> I was joking when I said that. <laughs> Frederick to- took Quinn to a veterinarian, uh, veterinarian ophthalmology center in Orlando and got disturbing news. As soon as the vet walked in, he said, yeah. This dog's got issues. I said he's got <laughs> tissues. <laughs> we'll take him out so we can see. My heart just went boom. Oh, she her heart exploded. It exploded. Look. Um, <laughs> the vet said Quinn had multiple issues. According to records, Quinn is blind in his right eye. Well, he's Can't see one. all the other. <laughs> and is a risk of losing his vision in his left eye. See? Dude, you're like you're like psychic. <laughs> Quinn cannot be used as a service animal due to his severe vision impairment, according to the vet's report. I asked for a service dog, Frederick said. I'm not getting what I need, she said. This is where the contractual problems start. While the breeder acknowledged in messages that Frederick was looking for a service dog, when News 6 sifted through Frederick's contract with the breeder, the contract only guarantees the dog is a pet. The dog is also guaranteed against any hereditary defects like being blind in both eyes. <laughs> if the dog develops a defect, the seller agrees to replace it no cost from the future from a future litter, the contract states. But the dog has to be returned to the seller, which creates another problem. After Quinn fell in the pool because she couldn't <laughs> see it. Why are you laughing at this? That's not funny. 
Frederick says she gave the pup. I hope the pool had water in it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. She gave the puppy to a third party to be cared for, therefore Quinn. breaching the original contract. Ooh, poor That's Quinn. horrible. That's funny. <laughs> you got a blind dog walked right into the, the swimming pool, Craig. Man. Terrible is what that is. Headline is, man who meowed at police said he was a cat. Well, he's facing charges. This comes to us. You don't don't turn your back to him. (laughs) Another story from Wisconsin. A man who told police he was a cat and threatened to knock out an officer is facing multiple charges. Oh, he must have been like a big, like a tiger. Like a leopard. Yeah. Garden Allen Gibson, age 20, is charged. Yeah, Graydon Allen Gibson, his initials are gag. Yeah. Age 20 is charged with misdemeanor bail jumping, disorderly conduct, and obstructing an officer. According to a criminal complaint, police were called after someone reported seeing a body under a tree near the tennis courts. You know, over there, Craig, by the tennis courts. Yeah. Brookfield police found Gibson lying on the ground, and after shaking him and checking for a pulse, Gibson slowly began to wake. It's hard to wake cats up sometimes because they, they get real sleepy. Wait, is this little Grady Gibson? I think it is. Yeah, it's old man Gibson's boy. Yeah. Yeah. The officer said that he was extremely lethargic and swore at her before meowing and saying he was a cat. Hmm. Uh, the officer tried to ask Gibson what was going on, but he, he would not lasagna, answer. Was he? I don't know. When asked how much he had to drink the night before, Gibson said, just a little cream. No, actually, Gibson said, not enough. <laughs> how much you had to drink? <laughs> not enough. The officer reported that while speaking with Gibson, he was saying random things that did not make sense and could smell alcohol on his breath. While being checked out by first responders, the complaint read <laughs> that Gibson was not cooperative and yelled profanities. Cats don't swear. I've noticed that. I've never heard a cat cussing. <laughs> Except for, what was that? Uh, Fritz, the, Fritz cat. the cat. Fritz the oh, cat. Oh, he did more yeah. than swear. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> Move along. <laughs> Later, Gibson allegedly became belligerent, telling the officer, I'm going to knock the blank out. And clenching his fist while staring at a firefighter. You don't stare at the firefighters. <laughs> no, keep your eyes to yourself. Do not stare at the firefighters. <laughs> we got a friend, Brendan. You stare at him, buddy. You're in trouble. Brandon? Yeah. You said Brendan. Brandon is okay, except for he doesn't know which college team to root for. Whatever. When asked if he would cooperate with police, he responded, I don't <laughs> Honestly, know. Honestly, I don't know what college team to... <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Am I going to get arrested? The complaint against Gibson refused to tell officers his full, correct name multiple times and gave police a fake birth date. He said, I was born in February. <laughs> he just made up a whole new month. Did you say February? February. In order to identify Gibson, Brookfield police used law enforcement records and matched him with a previous booking photo. Authorities also reported they found a bottle of Admiral Nelson in his backpack. A bottle of Admiral Nelson? What's that? <laughs> Does Admiral Nelson know? I don't know. But Admiral Nelson's like, where am I? <laughs> What's this backpack? In March, Gibson had been charged with three misdemeanor counts of disorderly conduct, resisting and obstructing an officer, and his bail was set at 500. Signature. B- now, his bail was set at 500 for this little bitty things, while Travago guy. Travago got 100 bucks. Gets 100 bucks bail for being drunk behind so the wheel in traffic. Basically, he got the hotel discount. <laughs> He said, wait a minute, I'm going to see which one, which, <laughs> yeah. which area is cheaper. The judge was like, well, I'm going to set your bail. And he goes, well, hold on a second. Let me see what the best deal I could find. Found it. Found uh, it. hundred bucks. <laughs> the bond was signed on April 1st and was still in for, for, full force when Gibson was arrested. Full force. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. 
probably, again, one of the worst top tens I've ever seen. No, this is a good one. It's the top ten sodas. This comes to us from thetoptens.com. Okay, I'm just going to go through the list without any regard. I, I think there's stuff missing on here, but whatever. How could you get this? There is one missing that How could I know. you get this that wrong? I mean, yeah. And we're not even getting, we're not, this is not like going into diet or whatever. This is just, just straight up sodas, right? Yeah. Number ten, vanilla Coke. Number nine, Barks Root Beer. Ruff. I always like Dad's Root Beer, and uh, I see... IBC. IBC. That's the one that should be on this list. That's the best root beer ever made. Number seven. Number seven. Number eight. I don't know. One of them. Number eight. (laughs) Seven Up. Remember the commercial, Make Seven Up Yours? Do you remember that commercial? Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) It's Make Seven on the front of the shirt and Up Yours on the back. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Number seven. Who drinks this? The real number seven, Fanta Orange. I drink that. Yeah, but why wouldn't it be Sunkissed or something good? Fanta's pretty good. Fanta's like the low-budget one. (laughs) So it doesn't mean it's got to taste bad. It doesn't taste as good as Sunkissed. It does, too. It does not. It does, too. It does not. It's a well-known fact, Sunny Jim. That fa- you okay? Go cry it's a well-known fact, Sunny Jim. That's Fanta's the cheap version. So what? It tastes good. Whatever. And they got blue soda too. Fanta's got all kind of flavors. Number six of the top ten sodas. A and W root beer. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good. Number five, Sprite, which is just like number eight, Seven Up. Number four, Blech. no Pepsi. Sprite does not taste like Seven Up. It sir. does not taste like it. It does not taste. <laughs> it like does it. not not taste like it. And I don't like Pepsi. I don't either. I'm not a fan of number four. I mean, I don't like Diet Pepsi. I, Pepsi, regular Pepsi is okay with uh, me. I don't like but I'm, it. I'm a Coke person mainly. Number three, Mountain Dew. I drink a lot of Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yes, sir, <laughs> yes, Rebob. See what you did? Yeah, I do. You're <laughs> 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 so funny. Number two of the top ten sodas, a Dr. Pepper. Call the doctor. What was that? Number one, top ten soda, Coca-Cola. Where was the variety? Coca-Cola. Where, where was Fresca? I'm just, uh, where was where was ginger ale? Ginger who? Ginger ale. <clears throat> ginger I'm just ginger disa- Allen ale. <laughs> I'm just disappointed that IBC root beer wasn't on here. Because that to me is is the best. Barks is good. Dad's is really good. Dad's isn't bad. A and W is good. A and W is good. Really, I've never really had horrible movie. Frosty. That was a good other one, wasn't it? The snowman. No, the the little frosty, the little the root beer, root beer guy. Yeah. No, they also had some chocolate. So. Chocolate soda? Those, those things are gross. No, the chocolate drinks like you Oh, I like it. There Yoo-hoo. was one that was frosted. It just tastes like watered down chocolate flavoring. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're wrong. Hey, Mom. Hey, Pops. Hope you're doing well. I hope everybody had a great Easter, by the way. We didn't even go, we didn't even touch that. Yeah, Alan gave me some chocolate Easter uh, eggs and some bunnies and stuff. It was really good. He said he just had them lying around. All right. Bye. Bye, Nothing else can be said about that. Bye. Hey, connect with us on our Facebook page and our Twitter page. Don't tell them what to do. How about you do some reviews for us, people? Get up there and review the, review the podcast. Please. Give us some ratings. Click those little stars. I mean, please. Thank you.